Kalen's Coffee Talk is a CastBox original produced alongside with Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all of your favorite podcasts. Now, obviously, you can listen to my coffee talks wherever you get your podcasts, but I hope that you'll give CastBox a try because I think it's the bee's knees. So with that, pour yourself a cup and let's get to it. When I let go of what I am, I become what I might be. When I let go of what I have, I receive what I need. Tao Chi Ching. What's up and welcome back to the last Coffee Talk podcast of 2018. Can we please take a moment to just let that sink in? I am currently drinking a toffee nut latte. I actually picked one up on my way home solely because I had a reward from Starbucks for one. But also, too, I feel like toffee nut lattes are usually my celebratory drink of choice when it comes to like a coffee beverage, you know, like getting your free drink on your birthday and stuff. Like I always just go for the toffee nut and today felt very celebratory. Today feels very sparkly and fun and exciting because it's the last day of 2018. Like, holy crap. I don't know how we made it. It's been a year and I feel like weird about just the overlapping theme of thinking about being here this time last year. Like I remember just wondering like what is my life going to look like a year from now? I knew it was going to look different. I knew I was going to be different, but it's so weird because you can't, like, you know, when you just know something's going to happen, but you can't picture it, that was pretty much the way that it felt. And so now being here and looking back, I feel weirdly nostalgic about 2018, which is why I decided to make today's Coffee Talk podcast all about kind of saying goodbye to it because I feel like the only way to fully embrace this new clean slate, if you're a big believer in the whole like, you know, fresh starts for the new year and all that stuff. I know I am. I just like to take any kind of opportunity to just make lemonade with the lemons handed to us. And I feel like the new year is such a good time to do that. And so I feel like the only way to properly move into 2019 is to pay respect and pay dues to our 2018 and to everything it taught us from the highs to the lows to everything everything in between. This year more than ever, I've noticed that I've been oddly nostalgic. I feel like the end of the year came so quickly for me and I've been so preoccupied that I I just wanted life to slow down a little bit. I really wanted to kind of absorb what 2018 taught me because I feel like there was so much growth in this year and there was so much change in this year and it was all kind of ending so abruptly that I was just like, I don't know. I felt weird. I was like, uh, I feel nostalgic. Part of me just wanted to kind of leave it in the dust and just move on with my life. Another part of me felt like I didn't want to let it go. And I just basically became this cocktail of nostalgia and just noticing that this year in particular, it was a little harder for me to kind of A, look back on the year because B, I felt so attached to it. You know, I felt so just weirdly attached to the good and the bad that happened this year. And I knew that I wanted to, I knew that I would have to, you know, peek behind the curtain, take a look at everything that it taught me. It's just this year had so many amazing trips and bliss points and just growth, but it also had a lot of like, you know, deep wounds and a couple sore spots too. And It feels super weird to kind of look back on your year and just see how everything pieced together and everything that it taught you and everything that you learned and basically see the foundation in which you've created for yourself to move on 
into 2019. And to do so without, you know, addressing kind of the bad with the good would be a really hard thing to do. And so with taking in the whole new year, I decided, okay, I'm going to sit and I'm just going to like take a few days to really just simmer, you know, just marinate in 2018 and really pull forth all of just the lessons I feel like I learned the messaging that I felt like was coming through and just the energy that I overall summed up to my experience of this whole year. This year in particular seemed to zip by so fast. And I feel like it's partly because at the beginning of the year, we were all like, oh my God, guys, like it's going to be so crazy. Like this year is going to be magical, blah, 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 blah. And I kind of knew when I said that, I was like, there's going to be a moment where all of a sudden this year is going to end and I'm going to be like, whoa that just happened. And that's exactly how I'm feeling now. Like, does it not just feel like yesterday we were doing the plan with me's and such for 2018? I was almost so wrapped up in all the changes that I didn't really realize how quickly things were coming and going in and out of my life this year. There was a lot of leaving. There was a lot of people that I said goodbye to this year. There's a lot of just like places, like even my old apartment and just so much change. And while all the new stuff I was bringing in was amazing, I definitely had to say and learn to let go of a lot of things this year. And it feels super healthy to have done so, but it's also weird when you get to the end of the year and you realize that that chapter is forever like written in history now and you're never to kind of revisit it again. At least when you're still in 2018, it feels like those parts of you are still a part of you because you're still in that same year. But I guess with moving on, I'm like, oh my gosh, my old apartment is forever now in history as like a younger chapter to who I was. And I know that that's probably putting way too much sentimental value into those types of things, but I'm a weirdly nostalgic person, okay? I think about these things on a whole all the time. I don't just think about my history. I always think about my future too. And like, I think about all the things that I learned this year that I'm still going to think about when I'm old and I'm wrinkly. And I'm like, I remember back in the day when Bentley and I went on this crazy trip on an airplane and just like really bring forth all of the cool, I guess, meaning of life. Guys, we're getting so deep right now. Let me bring it up. Up a couple more levels. Anyway, don't get me wrong. I'm super freaking excited for this new year, but there's just like so much I feel like I'm saying goodbye to. And since these coffee talks are a chance for us to kind of get things off our chest over a warm beverage, I would like to elaborate more with you. When 2018 started, I was living in a different apartment, like I mentioned. I had blonde hair. I had a serious boyfriend at the time. I was just starting to get into things like tarot and explore my spirituality and yoga and meditation and just basically get deeper with myself and thus the connection I have with myself. And that was like my main focus going into this year. And that ended up being a big area that I definitely feel like I grew in and explored this year. I wrote at the beginning of the year in my journal that I just knew my life was going to change and I didn't know how, but I could just feel it. Like I could feel it in my bones. I could just tell that even though I wasn't sure if it was going to be for the best or for the worst, that it would be easy or hard. I just knew that it was going to happen. Like there was just no question to it. So zip forward a year later and now I'm living somewhere new. I have a new group of friends. Even my hair is a different color, which is something I would have never guessed. Um, my daily routine is nothing like it used to be. I let go of that relationship that once brought me so much comfort. And I also have shifted entirely in terms of like mindsets and perspectives on both life and kind of of myself. When I look back on this year, I see so much little mini heartbreaks, but also a lot of breakthroughs. And I feel like those are the parts that were sore and, you know, they're not the easiest to talk about, but I think that's why I'm having such a weird time with sealing the door on another year because 
going through all of the little breakups that I did go through, it was hard. Not because that relationship in particular was so hard to let go of, but almost because it was so easy to. It made so much sense that the relationship I had at the beginning of this year had run its course and it was time to move on. But letting go of the people that we care about isn't always easy. And I feel like this year, at least a big chunk of this year, I kind of kept myself distracted from having to deal with that sting of letting go and having to detox someone's love out of my system and allow myself to fully face standing on my own two feet again. And with all of that distraction that I did, I think it was really healthy distraction. I think that I chose to travel and I chose to kind of focus on myself and focus on my job and work, but I also ended up falling out of balance in doing so. And that's also why this year is super nostalgic for me. And I'm having such a weird like moment or epiphany today because it just feels like I'm finally doing that. Like I'm finally detoxing all of the energy that I need to out of my system that I kind of distracted myself from doing all year. And it feels, like I said, really healthy and really good. And I think that we can all benefit from doing that, right? Like if you think about it, even though I'm talking about my relationship, maybe there's something you're thinking about right now that you're detoxing from your system. And maybe it was kind of lingering around you all year, but today feels like the day that you've just for some reason actually put it down and are ready to kind of see what else is out there and see what else is coming. And that could come from so many different avenues, right? Being alone this year, I found myself dealing with a lot of, I guess, insecurity. I feel like this has been a a big year in terms of discovering what it means for me to be confident and for me to be sure of myself and for me to accept that other people are not always going to see life or the things I do and say the same way that I do, but that I have to trust myself. And trust was like, that's the biggest one. It was the biggest component of the year was not only learning how to trust just things that were outside of my control, like the timing of my life and just the things that I was trying to work towards and just leaving that to hands that are bigger than mine, you know, but also trusting myself and trusting that I would have the ability to show up and to see the worth in not only myself, but the worth in other people and the worth in just life itself and the ability to be able to be here and be breathing and to be connecting with other people and to be connecting with the things that are in our lives on a daily basis. And so I feel like... (laughs) My insecurity really got in the way of me a lot this year from being able to do that more fully or being able to embrace that more fully because I think that's ultimately what I see the world as or what I see life as and that's ultimately what I want to do. And so when I think about how much time I spent just doubting myself and wondering, you know, if I was just doomed to always have bad things happen or just like letting my anxiety control my life and letting these negative self-talks and these negative self-beliefs control my life, that was a big pillar I definitely had to overcome this year. And I feel like I'm just coming out of like the big parts of it now. I feel like I'm finally starting to understand what it feels like to be confident in who you are and to just follow your intuition and trust yourself and trust your intentions in life. And that's another big thing that it's like, whoa, I feel like it's such a big epiphany that again, I feel like how do you stand in that power and then walk into 2019? You know, how do you take that lesson and bring it with you? I mean, ultimately the lesson came from learning how to love myself and accept myself for who I was without kind of hiding behind, you know, relationships. And I feel like that's something that I value each relationship that I've ever had in my life, but it's definitely something that I noticed about myself this year that like, wow, I really feel a need to fill this void because if somebody loves me and somebody else accepts me, it makes it easier for me to do it for myself. But when there's nobody else around doing that for you on a daily basis, in comes the classic question of your mid-20s. Like, okay, how do I, you know, love myself and accept myself 
if I feel like maybe I don't even really know who that is. And that is like a question that I think we will always feel throughout our whole lives. I don't think we ever fully are like, yes, aha, this is who I am because we're constantly growing and evolving, right? Like who you are today is going to be different than who you were six months ago and who you are six months from now because things happen along the way and we change along the way. But I definitely felt this like, whoa, okay, I can see how I maybe clung to relationships in my life and clung to being in a relationship or a relationship girl in my life because it made it easier for me to feel like it was okay to feel safe and comfortable. I wonder what it would be like to make myself feel safe and comfortable. I wonder what it would be like to just go and do all of the things that I want to do and stop basically waiting for someone to come and do them with me. And so I did just that. I mean, I picked up Bentley. We traveled here. We traveled there. I locked myself away in Thailand and like breathed through it, you know, until I finally let myself explore the depths to which I really felt like weird or off with myself. Like where was the seed, I guess, inside that would let me understand the knowledge that it took to just be in the moment and be okay with it and to live my life in a sense of ease and peace within so that it would emulate without. Again, something that sounds so deep and euphoric and like it was so easy to master. But again, something that I don't think we ever fully master, it's something that we constantly have to work at and grow with. Facing these emotions, I mean, it didn't really make them go away, especially like right after when I went through my breakup, I feel like I was still kind of going through it. And like I said, I was doing a really good job at keeping myself busy and keeping myself distracted. At first, I feel like the fears that I was trying to face this year kind of grew a little stronger, but we'll get there in just a moment. First, I'm going to leave you guys with a message from the sponsors that brought you guys today's Coffee Talk podcast episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. So what did I learn in 2018? Well, in the beginning of the year, I learned definitely what I was capable of. I found a sense of just like strength within, you know, being more, I guess, fulfilling to my word, like things that I knew I wanted to work on this year. When I set goals, when I set my resolutions, I remember making a deal with myself like this year, I'm actually going to do it. This year, I'm actually going to see this stuff through. I'm going to do all these things that I'm writing down right now. And 
no matter what it takes, I'm just going to ditch my excuses and get it done. And I think that that was a good thing and a bad thing. I think that in a good way, I got a lot of the things done that I said I wanted to, but in a bad way in the sense that it taught me the lesson of maybe not always having to force everything and maybe not always having to work towards something or, you know, distract yourself from life. Maybe life is more so about just actually living it, you know, just a little bit of yin and yang in that lesson. So come the springtime, I feel like the revelations of the beginning of the year of of being like, you know what, what would happen if I actually just went for it and did all of these things that I wanted to do, what that would mean? Well, come springtime, it definitely meant that things that were no longer supposed to be in my life, it was time for them to go. And it was time for those things to kind of shed away. And one of those things was definitely being in my relationship. Another one of those things was just in general, just feeling like a version of myself it was time to kind of let go of. And I felt like I was not only just fulfilling New Year's resolutions anymore, but I feel like by springtime, I started to feel like, okay, this is what I know. This is what I am kind of working with. And this is where I want to be. And this is what I want to be doing. And how does everything in my life fit into this story? And it was a hard truth to face, but I had to go through a breakup of, you know, my relationship over like a year and a half. And it was a weird breakup because it was probably one of the healthiest breakups I've ever gone through. Like we both just kind of knew it had to happen. We both just kind of agreed that our lives weren't fitting together anymore. And we decided to put it down and walk away. Didn't make it any easier, but it definitely made it a lot healthier. At the same time, like leaving that relationship, it definitely choked my heart. Like that's the way I would describe it. It was like, I remember being on my road trip with Bentley and just this was like kind of in the middle of when all that was going on. And I was just like, so I just felt choked by it. I felt so like, ugh, like gutted, like, okay, I understand that this needs to happen, but there was still like a lot of ouch, you know, like it was still a lot of like, this really hurts. Like this is somebody that you take the relationship that we had away. There was also a friendship there. There was also just somebody I could confide in, someone that had confided in me, someone that I'd shared a lot of really amazing and great memories with. And I, like I told you at the beginning of this podcast, I'm very nostalgic. And it was really hard for me to be like, okay, with just being like, okay, this person can't be in my life anymore. And it's weird because I feel like any of you guys out there that have gone through a breakup, you probably know the feeling, but it's like when you break up with somebody, you're like, oh damn, like, okay, I understand that this needs to happen. But a part of you is like a little bit desperate to find a way to be their friend. You know, like there's gotta be a way that we can be friends. And that's always like a hopeful thought. But a lot of the times when relationships end, it's really hard to just flip into being friends unless there was no like deeper feelings there. And with my relationship, there was definitely deeper feelings there. So it was one of those things that we knew it had to end. We knew our time was up and we were taking that decision to walk away before we started resenting each other. But I still feel like there was like a piece of me that was like, oh, like I wish we could be friends. And I think that that was just like a hard pill to swallow. And it took me a lot of time and it kind of really messed with me in a lot of ways because I feel like I really struggled with that. I struggled with it in the sense that it kept me from sleeping. It like it just kept me from being me. It kept me from just feeling like I was trusting again. Like I feel like it really kind of zapped that up. And so I was really out of balance and I was really out of sorts and I was really unconnected with all the things that were going on. I was just like kind of confused, you know? I was really just bleh. So then come summertime and I feel like I was kind of starting to come out of it and to blossom, if you will. Um, And summer was really fun. I feel like summer was when I discovered how social I can be. I really like just went out there, did fun things, like just kept myself busy. Again, I feel like this whole year was just a big year of keeping busy, which is funny because I read my yearly horoscope from the beginning of the year and that was like a big theme. Apparently it was supposed to be a social theme 
for 2018 for all the Pisces out there. And I feel like that definitely happened. I feel like I was definitely out more than I was in 2017, like out of my house, out of my element, out of my comfort zone. And I really enjoyed my trip to British Columbia with Bentley. And just that trip in itself brought me so many revelations about just like everything that I felt like I was kind of going through, you know, like I feel like this whole year I knew I was kind of going through it, but I also knew that I had to, like, I felt like I just, I knew that there was something bigger going on. I knew that there was transitions and all this stuff going on. And so it felt like this weird comfort with like, okay, I'm learning this year and I can tell I'm learning this year. And that I feel like all summer just felt like the biggest, okay, I I see what's going on here. This year is teaching me something. I wasn't sure what yet, but I just knew. And that when I was in BC, I feel like the whole time I was just like getting answers to a lot of the questions that I had been having. And then, I mean, skip forward to fall and things got super busy again with like moving and letting go of my old apartment and just all of the new beginnings. I feel like all of the foundation, I guess, of 2019 started in the fall because that was when I moved. And throughout the fall, even though I had some bumps and bruises with Utober, I feel like after it, I came out on the other side and like dyed my hair and took a little trip to London and just really started to like feel more in my own skin and feel more in my own body and just like embrace more of who I wanted to be and just feeling like I was almost there. Like I was almost around the curve. Like that was like an ongoing joke all year this year. I feel like for Larissa and I, it's just like, we kept being like, dude, like just we're almost there, just right around the curve. And then we're going to feel like we finally figured it out. And it felt like that was in the fall. I was like, okay, now I know I'm seriously close to being around the corner of this freaking curve and I'm going to figure it out. And I feel like the fall was the last little puzzle piece, you know, all the shifts, all the changes, all of like the, the moving and just keeping busy. And yeah, I don't know. The fall was just like the big kind of like opening to the breakthrough, which is basically where I feel like I'm at now. I feel like over the winter, as we've dipped into it, I've had a bit of like an internal shift and like a breakthrough. And that tends to happen, I feel like this time every year for kind of everyone, you start to realize like how precious time is. You start to realize that everything is kind of happening for you and not to you. And I remember I did a draw my life and the quote at the end was, you can only live life forwards and understand it backwards. And I feel like even that in itself, like being the end of the year, we're all kind of looking back on the year and being like, oh, okay. And all of the stuff that we aren't like, oh, okay. We're like, all right, well, maybe that was just like a little minor blip on the radar. Maybe that was just like something that just just like a mini lesson, you know? I feel like as like an overarching theme of 2018, I really pushed to face my fears, or at least I tried to face my fears of feeling unsafe and uncertain by basically throwing myself into the fire and watching it burn everything away that no longer served me. And now here I am, December 31st, talking to you guys, hoping that you guys feel the exact same way and are just as excited as I am for the new year. Because like I said, I like using the the new year is just like the perfect time to be like, you know what? Everything feels fresh. You can give yourself that little mental like clean of the slate, you know? It definitely can be hard to put such a significant chapter of my life to rest, to just shut the book. But like, how do you gather what happened here? How do you put it into words? How do you turn it into art? That's all I want to do. Like just even editing the little trailer last night of 2018 and seeing just all the things that happened. I'm like, oh, I just, there was so much that I didn't even get to put in this trailer. And like, how do you make meaning of it all? And I feel like that's been my struggle is that I'm like, this has to mean something. And last night I ended up having a bit of an epiphany of like, maybe instead of finding meaning, we just need to find connection. Like just find a connection to it all. Just connect to it so that you can basically feel it 
but know that it doesn't have to mean anything at all. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it does. Who knows? But when you connect to your life, that's what gives it meaning. You don't need to find a meaning to find a connection, you know? That was deep. But anyway, moving on. This year holds so much meaning inside of me that I guess I'm I started to struggle with finding a way to take what I needed into 2019 and to peacefully let go of the rest because I feel like that's all we can ever really do, you know, to forgive ourselves, to trust ourselves, to see our lessons, to count the blessings and to move forward. Life feels like such a wide and open canvas right now and I can't even begin to imagine what we're going to conjure up. I know that this time last year, my life felt like it was about to change significantly for the better, for the worse. I wasn't really sure, but this time around, I feel like my life is going to come together in 2019. I can't describe why I know this part to be true, but while this year was a whirlwind of change and just a shift in trajectory, I just have a feeling that 2019 is going to bring forth more changes, but in such a way that it feels more like coming home. It feels more like making sense. It feels more like fitting pieces on the board and everything kind of tying together, you know? And also I'm turning 25, which is just, I feel like that's such a, that's such a monumental age to be turning into because it's like a quarter of a century, which is a weird thought again to have. One of the things I did last night and one of the things that if you guys wanted to do any kind of takeaway, I don't know, from this podcast episode, but one of the like little meditation things I did last night was I sat down somewhere quiet and was basically going through like my stories and just going through like the footage I had of 2018. And after I was done and came to like the end of it, I kind of sat for a moment and put on some headphones and just had a little moment, you know? And while I was sitting there, I was trying to bring forth what the images might look like for 2019. Like I had just seen what 2018 looked like and I was like, okay, what could 2019 look like? What's my story going to look like then? What's my little trailer going to look like at the end of this year? And just kind of visualize, okay, best case scenario, what's some cool stuff I could see happening this year? Just for fun, why not? And when I did that, that's kind of where this feeling came from, where I was like, okay, I feel like this year everything's going to come together. Everything's going to click into place and there's going to be just like this whole new chapter of life. And I'm like, so here for it. And that was just the feeling I had kind of like this time last year where I was like, holy crap, when I looked at my life, I saw a lot of change. This year I see a lot of like connection, you know, like I said, wow, this has been such a sappy uh, podcast episode, but it's the end of the year guys. And I hope you're feeling as nostalgic as I am. But anyway, in conclusion, I am raising up my coffee cup to you guys in cheers and in honor of one of those amazingly happy, confused, creative, captivating, and challenging years to date. Saying goodbye to all of the people that we may never see again, but taught us so much. We're saying goodbye to all the places that our hearts beat and our eyes were open to new perspectives and fresh memories now etched into our minds for all of eternity. Goodbye to our norms and our routines that would now feel alien to us, to the mindsets that left us feeling unworthy, unloved, misunderstood, and most specifically, goodbye to the 2018 versions of us. May they forever go down in history as the chapter that changed us all for the better. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm extremely excited to see what's in store. So there you guys have it. I hope you guys enjoyed today's Coffee Talk podcast episode. Happy New Year to you guys. I hope you also all have such a safe and just, you know, relaxing and happy and comforting, just peaceful New Year, you know? I hope you feel at peace with 2018. And I hope that if you do or you don't, that maybe you'll take tonight as an opportunity to just kind of like simmer in your 2018 and come out on the other side excited for 2019. Because I have good feelings about 2019 for the whole, you know? The whole world just feels like it's, 
trying to do better and I feel like it's gonna get better. I feel like anything that felt not good is gonna get better and everything that already felt good is just gonna be iconic and that's the mood. Feel free to leave me a comment in the CastBox comment section or tweet me or Instagram, whatever how you feel like your 2018 was. I'm very curious. I feel like I've seen so many mixed reviews already of people being like ready to let it go and other people being like sad to see it leave, you know? And I feel like I'm kind of somewhere in between. So let me know where you guys are at on that spectrum and maybe a favorite memory that you guys have of 2018. And aside from that, I'll talk to all of you guys in the new year. Bye. (laughs) 